you guys. Uh, listen, we missed you, and I'm just gonna cut right to it. Your boy yeah, Tune that. is yeah, your boy Tune is live in the building, man. It is your girl Sierra Danielle, and it's your boy Famous Phillips. And listen, man, this is the Push to Start podcast. Push to start, start to push, push to to start, all that and jazz. Um, we missed you last week. Uh, I apologize. We're working out the kinks, man. Listen, it's just a technical error, technical things. Life happens. Hey, Don't buddy. shoot. Uh, we're growing. I'm going through the growing pains of just kind of having an own in-house in studio. It's a lot harder than you think, you the, know? The car just ran out of a little oil. We had to, you know, yeah. the check-in's and light is on. Yeah. Check-in's and yeah. light was on for that's a all, bit. That, 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 That's all that is. But um, I just want to go ahead and say, uh, first and foremost, since the people didn't hear the last two weekends of what you guys had going on, Sierra, Calvin, what did you guys do these past two weekends the past two weekends what were the you guys before on before that the one before this past the weekend. one before this G-Ho? past weekend was jiho yes okay so jiho weekend i really didn't do much of anything yeah. um i wasn't feeling well that saturday yeah and so i was like i'm gonna stay home and rest my, my work shit my workload has gotten a little crazy working really early uh-huh, uh-huh. Hours, so i said i'm gonna just rest uh-huh you know and uh-huh. I was, I was, the weekend before was our homecoming you know we yeah was, we was all together we saw how that went you yeah, know? yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i wanted to re- recuperate homecoming season is a little wild uh, out last here. weekend was really good this past weekend i was out of town yeah um and i had an amazing weekend so hmm you had an amazing weekend. I did. Interesting. Interesting. Wait, did, who did you have this amazing weekend with? A very special somebody. <laughs> oh, shoot. Listen, I'll tell you, fellas, it's getting cold outside. You better bundle up. You better, you better, you better bundle up. Uh, Calvin, man, past two weekends, man. What, remind the people what you did, man. So that was Jiho and WSSU's homecoming? That was Jiho. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where's the yeah. Salem State homecoming did this past uh, I saw you out there on the camp. Yeah, you was out there everywhere. <laughs> Bro, A little thought by. Huh? Oh no! Chill, chill, <laughs> yeah. chill. Um, I'm coming the, the first weekend, I didn't really do anything. I don't think yeah. I can't remember. Not that yeah. I remember. Jiho, I was really just chilling. Yeah. This past weekend, um, it was uh one of my uh, brother's girlfriend's birthday, so we went and hung out for her with her for a little bit. Oh, turn up. Um, yeah. I mean, but but nothing like too crazy. Yeah. You know, just chilling for the most part. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, since we I didn't get a chance to tell you guys, I will just reiterate this. Past Jiho was a very good one. I've been to a lot of Jihos. Uh, super good. Really good to see everybody. Uh, so shout out to everybody from the set. Randomly, I did not have intentions of going to WSSU's homecoming. All right. right. Winston-Salem State University homecoming was this past weekend. Shout out to the homie Dot. But my cousin graduated from there and I did not know that. It like my like actual cousin, like first cousin, like blood cousin. So I saw he was having a tailgate and I said, I'm just gonna pull up for a second. But when I attended Winston-Salem State's homecoming ever, and so when I went, I was just really surprised. The vibes was dope, and I did not know how popping my cousin was, like, for real. Like, he had a whole situation set up. So, shout out to JJ. Um, dang, I shouted out JJ. He was going to be my gas up, but I'm going to gas you up. I'm going to get, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to JJ, man. Really, man. Saturday, I, um... Uh, got a chance to catch up with my homie. Said he came through for a second, and then Sunday was just another Sunday football night at the crib. You oh, know? whose team won? Oh, oh. I, you know we'll, we'll talk about it on the gas up. Don't worry, we'll talk about it on the gas oh, up. <laughs> oh man, we're, we're not even gonna talk about that one. Woo. But um, anyway, outside of that, from a pop culture standpoint, uh, again, a very lackluster. You know what's so crazy when you're out and about and you're doing things. 
uh, it's a lot harder to uh, keep up with what's going on in pop culture wise. But do you guys recall anything that was going on in the media? Anything that was happening? Past weekend? Yeah, it was dry. No music really dropped. Yeah. It was really dry. I mean, nobody that was worth discussing. Uh, I did see that there were possible rumors of uh, uh, what's my man? He was cheating on uh, Kalani. YG. YG got <laughs> caught up cheating on Let Kalani. YG be okay, man. And look, and you know what his uh, excuse was for uh, he's drunk. <laughs> That's a bullshit ass excuse. Hey, look. Brother. Hey, listen. <laughs> brother was drunk. That does not. That's make what I heard. Sense. He was drunk. He was alright. Because hey, if Kalani we'll give said, him a pass. because if Kalani said she was drunk, she would have been all yeah, types of holes and different. Lucy Goosey's. No, yeah, because it's different. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because Kalani would not just get drunk and get Lucy Goosey like that. It would be feelings. She would be loving. She would been texting my man. It would be all that. It'd so be all why, that. Why do men get a pass if they're drunk? Because. It's, it's Y'all cannot standard. give me it's any a double standard. I, I literally said yeah, it's a double it's standard. Not, that's, that's, that is not a double that's standard. That's my only. <laughs> what it is? I'm telling you, it's a double uh, standard. Hey, I, hey. I didn't say it was right. All I'm gonna say it's above me now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> above me now. <laughs> it's above me now. But that's about it, man. Uh, if you guys can recall of anything that happened over the weekend, I mean, definitely let us know. But I mean, it was dry. We was busy. We was all out and about, shaking and baking, pretty much. living lives. Um, and like I said, no real music to drop. Um, what, what you guys? We are getting closer down to the year. We keep bringing up the conversation what are you guys listening to now the cover season playlist is out and about it's i have been num- listening to that cover season yeah, playlist. It's, it, was, it was a vibe i actually yeah. listened to it this weekend too i'll put some people on to some music hey turn up turn um up. Uh, anything that you're currently listening to that you like yo i definitely still got to go back to this and i'm running that a lot so i got i got two different songs yeah one devon terrell he has a song called replay I okay i like that song i don't I, think i, I heard drop that it in the chat yeah, and then um, Jaquez, he has a song called Verify. Verify, yeah, that's on the cover season like playlist. Verify. That's on cover? Yeah, that's okay. on cover season. That's, right, that's where I might have listened to it. Yeah, yeah, that's on cover season, right before the uh, Rick Ross record. Um, but. I've been having Snow Allegra on repeat. Yeah, dope album. Um, yeah. But Kalani and Tiana Taylor just released a song. We were listening. I was That's the song Morning. I was actually playing when you came and in. Calvin. It's cool. It's a little nasty. Little it's, it's, it's cool. I heard the video. I heard the video. Is it? Um... Yeah, I, I heard the, the video. video. I know it's nasty if it's Tiana Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just, that's, that's uh, this is a random thing, but yeah. if, if I could think of two celebrities that I just know sex is fire, it had to be Iman and Tiana. Just seeing how they perform. I think that they, I, I think that they, they do an amazing job. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like a celebrity you would want to have sex with. No, 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 no. no. I mean, like, I just know they sex is bomb together. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, That's not how you spell her name. Well, I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead and guess up the car. Uh, Sierra, Danielle, oh, who you want to guess up? Um, I'm gonna guess up my um, two brothers, Devin and Julian. Devin's my older brother. He lives in Atlanta, and Julian is my baby brother, actually. Okay. And they've just been a good support system these past few That's months, good. and just being the big brother that. I always needed. I, I call my little brother my big brother because you know he's just so wise for his age. But um, yeah, that's what I want to guess up. Okay, there it goes. Uh, Sir Famous Phillips, looks very man. provocative, right yeah. there. It uh, is, Sir Famous Phillips. Who you want to guess up, man? Hey, listen. Look at all this. My yeah. my guys, the Baltimore Ravens. Y'all are getting this gas up from me right here oh, because gosh. Sunday night we triumphed against the undefeated. New England Patriots. Oh, Our record is now six and two. Theirs is eight and one. They're going on a bye week to soak on this loss. You know what I'm saying? My boy oh, Lamar Jackson play. played really well. 
Um, yeah. So, but but you know what? We came out with a dub. I don't know Sunday what game night. you speak of. It was it was a great game. I will say that it yeah. wasn't like a, a blowout. It wasn't like yeah. It, it it had its moments where things were really shifting, but yeah. Overall, I think yeah. it was a solid game. We might see each other again in the playoffs. We will. No, no, so, yeah, no, no, we, no, we will. We'll see. It, we, it, it, it depends. You know, Sunday night overall, I, you know, I just like the uh, – I can't even – I have nothing to say. We just didn't play well. The Coach. win that we had, you like that. I know you did. I okay. did not like that. We we didn't play well. Uh, we, did, we we got outcoached. We got outplayed. It just it just wasn't. But, I listen, I have my doubts. We'll see him again. Okay. Yeah, we'll see yep. you again. No yep. worries. Um. I already said my gas up like randomly, so uh, I don't really have one right now for you guys. Um, I just let, let, let me glance up to people, man. Everybody listen to the podcast. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. We, we got faithful listeners. We got people that uh, that that ask about us a lot. Um, we're getting down to the bottom of the year of 2019, getting ready to go into a new decade. So shout out to everybody that is uh, getting excited for that. And um I think 2020 is definitely going to be a transformative year for the Push to Start podcast. We've been going Absolutely. for we've been going for two years, and I think there is a it, it, it's time to turn up. So we've had a lot of uh, a lot of success in the past, and we're just ready to keep that going. So, but we couldn't do that without you, beautiful people. So sure couldn't. Uh, shout out to that. Um, this is the point in time if you're new to the show, <laughs> where we go ahead and. Uh, start the car and uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that for a second. And uh, Sierra, then yeah, ladies first. Ooh, ladies first. Yeah, ladies first. Yeah, everybody, it's your girl Sierra Danielle, and I'm just gonna talk about. Um, Nick actually put me on to this podcast. Ti has a podcast. Didn't know that, but um, Tiny, his wife, was a guest on his podcast, and they were talking about marriage and talking about you know the differences between men and women and things of that nature. And Tiny brought up the. Um, which wasn't a question really, but she brought up how when she was younger as a woman, um, which is true. And I can attest to this. Um, she was basically taught, um, that you marry for security, forget love. Mm. Love can come later, you know, marry someone that is going to give you a secure, um, you know, environment. And I wanted to pose that question to you guys as when it comes to marriage, um, what is more important for the two of you, love or security? And you guys can go first, and I can give my. Um, well, you know what? I actually want Calvin to start on this one because I think he's actually the closest one to it right am now. I, am I yeah. the closest one? You are the closest You're one. You're engaged, ain't you? It- Oh no! Oh no! Nah, nah. oh, <laughs> oh, you just oh, n- uh, you shut know. up! Oh, never mind. I guess I am the closest one. Nah, but um, yeah. Nick, Nick, you okay? Love. I'm all right. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is very provocative. Yeah, this is very uh, distracting. Like, yeah. oh wow! Oh wow! Um, the cheeks. Kalani and Tiana Taylor. Goodness this is crazy. very interesting. We need to somehow we need to put this Good video. Yeah, she ain't got no bra. On. I can see all the nips. Goodness yeah, that's crazy. what kind of distracted me when I was talking. That's why uh, I said I know that mom hmm. be. Interesting. This Boy. is a very interesting and video. And I think she go both ways too. Kalani can. No, yeah, she definitely. No, Kalani does. Uh, no, but Tiana I think does Tiana too. does too. No, she don't. She yes, said she that she gives three threesomes to Iman. It's, it's on a song. They have a song. Um, no, she don't, on guys. Her album that she, it was talking about. It was called Three Way. Hey yeah. guys, listen. No, she doesn't. Kalani and Tiana had sex after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had sex after this. I don't care what you say, Nick. You can say whatever you want to say. They had sex after this, after the making of this video. They say, you know what? You Everybody see the pool leave. Scene. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, we, it's coming up. Probably. If you guys don't know, for the listeners, that what are they talking about? Tiana Taylor and Kalani have a new song together called "Morning," and they have a new video out for it, and it is very uh, sexy, saucy. 
This uh, makes me want to like the song. I don't yeah. even know what the song sounds. Yeah, like. the song is cool. It's it's cool. But uh, anyway, back to the topic. Look, I gotta get that. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's kind of like soft porn over here. I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. But anyway, um, love versus security. Um, I'm going to say it's it's both. I mean, it's hard to say which one you would have to choose over the other. But if I had to choose one, I would choose love. Right. And the reason being is because I think that the security of it all can come some point in time in the relationship, right? But when you love someone like unconditionally, that creates a a version of security, whether that be like mm-hmm. knowing that I'm with you and only you or also financial security or et cetera. Like there's other ways to kind of explain what your idea of security looks like when it comes to marriage. And I feel like there's a lot of people who could be very financially stable mm-hmm. and they could be very secure for you, but you don't, you may not love them and you may not be in love with them and you may make the wrong decision because you're looking for security as opposed to love. And I think that, yes, there are, there's also going to be people on the other side that you love to the death of you, but they have no, they don't, they give don't, you that they don't give you the security of being with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they go hand in hand. But if I had to choose, I'd go love. Um, I think I'm going to uh, actually lean on uh, the love side of things as well. Because I, you can't really... I don't know, man. Like, if, if you strip down everything outside of the relationship, right? If all the things of the glitter or the glam of a relationship go away, at the end of the day, what is it that you really have? Right. Well, the security of it could be a variety of different things, like Calvin said, as far as financial and all that stuff. But like bottom line, in my eyes, I believe that love ultimately not to sound cliche, my nigga, but love conquers all, baby. You know what I'm saying? Love, love, (laughs) love conquers all, man. So like I feel like me loving you is a form of security that could 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 withstand uh, but there's other uh, forms uh, of security besides being able to feel secure in your position in someone's life, too. But but it, when you say that, what, what do you mean? Like um, financial security. Like, are you good with money? Are you dependable with money? If we're going to be married, I need to know that the money that's coming in is not being spent on or gambled away or you're making sure stuff is paid for on time. Like I need to be able, if I split things with my husband and say, I'm going to pay the mortgage or pay the rent and you handle all utilities. Yeah. I need to make sure and trust that the utilities will be paid and paid on time. But is that more, is that more important than the love? The love for you that you have for that person. I feel like for me, love is, is definitely more important, but, I wouldn't just marry somebody that I'm in love with, but does not provide any other security outside of loving me. But because see, so this is my, but I I will say that, um, because someone loves you, they will learn to develop and, you know, give you that security in all those extra areas. But for me, the security aspect of it, I need to be sure like the man that I marry, I need to be feel, I need to feel safe, protected, secure, all that and all that jazz. I don't want to marry and jump into a marriage because of love. Which is and then But that's why I say love because when you when you really genuinely love someone, you're able to teach them, right? 
and it's a it's a way of teaching them in a way that it, it doesn't come off the wrong way. So like I can teach you how to be financially secure. I can teach you how to love me in a certain way to make me feel secure in our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think you can really teach love though. Yeah. I think that's my thing. Like I feel like it's a lot harder to teach somebody how to love. Like I feel like it's it's one of those things. It's like innate behavior. Like you when you when you hit you can't your, teach nobody you can't teach a you can't teach someone how to love you. Right. And you yeah. can I don't think so because look nah. when you hit your when you put your hand on a hot stove and you burn it, you, you feel it and you're like, damn you now I, somebody- I I've learned what hurt is, right? With love it's different. You can, you can teach somebody how to love you. When I don't you, think so. When you got with your girlfriend, you didn't automatically know how to love her as yeah. an individual. So uh, dating ooh, her and ooh. growing with her, <laughs> mm-hmm. you were able to know her needs, her relationship but, needs, her emotional needs, her mental needs, and you catered to those things. That's your way of loving her specifically. But Sierra, You but, had to learn that the more you knew I'm her. Nigga. But, but Sierra, that's not me teaching her. I can't, I because when I say teach, that's literally me stepping in front of the class and saying, "Hey, you are going to learn this today." But her, but her divulging, but her divulging information about herself and you and her no, opening that's up. Not being, to, but that's but not that's, me. that's her giving you. But that may not equate to herself. love. I'm, no, no, no. But y'all are not, not even, hearing what no, I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying. I what I'm saying is I cannot sit here and be like. Like I'm gonna teach you how to love me, and you want to know why? It's because that but moment in time. She's not gonna open up her mouth and say, Cal- um, "Calvin or Nick, this is how I want you to love me." But her opening up about a past experience she had, or like for for example, for me, I've had traumatic experiences happen. Me opening up and telling somebody that, like, I don't like when people yell at me because of experiences that I've been in. So them, me telling somebody that, unknowingly, you know, just having a regular conversation. If I say, you know, I have traumatic, I had traumatic experiences where, you know, when someone yells at me or certain, certain instances where, you know, confrontation happens and I can't have, I can't have conversations in those high hostile environments. So someone, someone listening to that and changing how they come at me but, is a form of loving but, me. But, but this is where I want to combat that. The, the reason why we talk about the, the teaching aspect, because I want to stay on that. When I think of the word teach, I'm thinking of this is what you are going to learn today, right? But, but that's, but that's not, what I'm saying. But that's and so not, I can't tell her as a woman, like, hey, you are going to learn. Like, but, I, like but you are going to learn this. But that's your definition of teach. You can go on a job and learn something and they didn't say nothing to you. But the because I but you get have to, the, to learn how to love the person you're but, with. But to the overall point, though. But you're not being taught that. Technically, right, you are. Like, but you, but can, you, you are, can learn though. things without being taught. No, no, no. But you are. By them telling you about themselves that's, and opening no, no. up to you, that's them There's teaching you how to love. There's not a handbook for love. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. But I think you're missing what we're saying. I know. I understand what you're saying There's not. There's no way for me. Like, even as Nick being my brother, there's no way for me, for him to teach but, me how to love. But things that he's told like, you and experiences that you've had together have taught you how to, to love him. But I want to You to had the, to learn that. But, but, but this is what I, I want to get to. I learned it, but I was not taught it. That's what I'm saying. There's no way to and teach if, love. If a and, woman, if, if somebody is opening uh, up to you and being transparent and being vulnerable with you and talking to you about themselves and letting you know different areas of themselves... That is them showing you how to love them. And guess what? what I can't not, ignore not all saying, that shit. But not saying. What is the bottom saying, line? What is the, what is the bottom line to the conversation though? Being in love, right? I can't right. tell you love being like becoming to that state of being in love just happens. 
It I doesn't just happen. No, yes, it does. It does. It does. Like it really it does. Happens over time, you weren't in love with Ethan when you no, first met her. No, but but when it, it happened, it wasn't because yeah. she taught me how to love her. It was because in something, but it, it was an innate time, behavior. But over time, because it's, you were, you already had you, love for her because of who she but was. Listen, and because the time, the time factor, is, the time had. factor cannot be a part of the argument because either way, time is relative. Like it could be a minute, it could still, be an hour, it could be twenty-five days. Them, you still didn't love her the moment you met her. That no, but you're right. Time. But it no, didn't. I, right. But I wasn't taught. She did not teach me how she to did, love though. her and vice versa. She, she didn't. didn't come out and say, Calvin. This is how I want you to love okay, me. Okay, okay. But because of conversations wait, that wait, y'all wait, had wait, wait. about I, her, because I, I hear where this is going. But because I, 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 the premise of what you're saying is true. Not going to disagree with that. The, the premise of there are things that happen over the course of a relationship that say this is the way I like to be loved, right? Because right. I'm not going to so do you anything. Can't say, so you can't say that everything is you learned it because in some way, shape, or form, they taught y'all how to love them. I guess no, the con- I guess I, what, I, I guess where I, I guess the conversation where I'm going is is more mm. so like when we start talking about being in it, right? Like Calvin said, it just happened. You don't you don't plan for it. You don't you don't really have you don't discuss it. You don't like you really don't. think about you don't really think about it. You wake up one day or you get a feeling or right. you look at her or him and be like, "Damn. This is it." <laughs> like not right. it, not it, but and, like and I'm and in I love. Think, that's and what I'm think, saying and that's not taught. Right. And I feel like but, when you think about the like the we, the scheme of being taught something like love is just not one of those things that can it be can. taught. No, it can. It can. It cannot. Because you can't. You can't. If you broke up with Etienne tomorrow, you can't love somebody the same way you love Etienne. Yes, you I have could. to learn how to love I them. I could. No, you can't. I could though. I, no, you can't. But I could, I, I, and I, I yeah, wouldn't I, have to be taught that. Yeah, I, 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 because you, you don't switch up necessarily. Like it, love. You don't. You don't dictate it. Like you love don't. You. No, you don't but, dictate love. But, but you That's might what I'm not saying. be loved the same way Calvin is loved. No, but, what, what, I'm but what I'm saying is when you are taught something, you dictate what you learn from being taught that. Right? No, you do. That's a you do. That's you a learn different teaching. But you, but you Listen, learn different things. There are in teachers the that that the use their whole careers teaching little niggas, and they don't learn shit. They are, because it has exactly nothing. Right? You're exactly right. But when it comes to <laughs> dating somebody, just how you have to learn their characteristics, you have to learn more about them. You might love them, and what you find out about them over the course of you dating will cause you to fall in love. You don't just flip a switch and. So, so Sierra, okay, love. let me give you an example. There's something you love her. You fell in can, love with her because you like her. Can you hear me out? There is there is an example. Every time we go to bed, right? I'm the type of person that I will leave a dish or two in the sink. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we talked about this before. I'll leave it in there because I know in the morning I'll go and do it. Right. My my girl does not do that. She will literally, no matter what, clean everything. Before she goes to bed. Before she goes to bed. Eat and before we eat. Like I'll be trying to eat my food fresh, hot, boom, clean up later. Yeah. She will try to clean up everything before she eats. Right. That is not something she taught me. That is something I observed and I learned from her, right? That is something that allowed me to love her in a different aspect than what I've naturally loved her. Mm-hmm. When I got to the point of loving who my woman is now, it wasn't because she taught me things about she her did and she did not she didn't come out and it say was, calvin this is no da, no da, 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 da. But, but that's but what i'm saying did. you you can't say it was taught if it never came from them directly i've i've that's learned not true no but listen i the reason why i love her I get, I get it has has more to do with me than her so you can't say 
But like, you can though. No, it, it, that's because what I'm trying to say. Because like because she didn't come out her mouth and say Calvin. No, no, no. But you, is, I don't think you get what I'm saying. I don't think you get what I'm saying. My personal life experiences, love, whatever, yeah, has affected the way I view people, right, and mm-hmm. the way I view her. I did not fall in love with her solely based off of her quote unquote teaching me anything. That's not what I said. No, no, no. But but what I'm saying is. I was never taught how to love, and no one could teach me how to love. I had to figure this shit out on my own. But and how? what I'm saying is, when I got to the point in which I knew that I was in love with her, it had nothing to do with anything she taught me. But I'm saying what I'm, I'm talking st- about. And I still ain't like figured this shit out. The, to be the real thing, with you, the thing with love, you 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 haven't loved every woman the same exact way. Every woman that you've dated, but you see, had to cater but, that but, love to but them I feel like that, But I feel like that argument is irrelevant because you are gonna look like <laughs> you're not I, though. My relationship is gonna be different from ne- from one woman to the next based off of the needs, not necessarily the love. Because the love ne- is gonna be there, but the same love that you have for Tara isn't the same love you had with someone previous than her. That's true, but that, it ain't because she taught me that. She, she's but, definitely she, not. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, but by you observing her how she is, that's her teaching you. But when she's I'm saying, not she, teaching you, it is. I can look at a damn cat. So, oh, so jump across a when thing, a and that's not teaching graduate, me anything. When, people, when nurses and doctors graduate from undergrad, they have to go through a residency stage they, where they observe doctors and are taught you are how to do point. their job. But they are they point. are getting taught. They're observing. You have a, they're observing. But they, they have somebody who is teaching them. Literally, that's the whole purpose of residency observing but what do they do they get taught and they to have do and, it and, and there's an outcome observing and, and, them and, and there's an outcome a, <laughs> a, a part the, of them learning that information is them observing what's going on what's the, that's the whole purpose wait, 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 of residency wait, wait, wait. residency then 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 doctorate school right am i saying that right no uh med, med school residency is you do i residency, think they completed hey look i'm a butcher it we, we all know what we're more talking about teaching and learning more, it more sounds teaching, like to right me. that's and, and then they and then they go to med school and then they and then they become what a doctor. A doctor. There's an end goal. There's an end result there. There's a there's a teaching. There's a yeah. there, there there is something. There's something. There's a wise. physical book that says this is what you need to know before when you get com- to that point. It ain't no book. I'm not saying that it's a book, but you had to learn how to love the person that you're with. That's fine. Okay. okay yeah, learn, okay. yes, but, but not taught. You're but, not taught. But you're by them, by that. conversations that y'all have had with them, you have learned more stuff about I them. I totally and disagree. They are teaching you things about them, and you love them based off of how they teach you. Do they teach us things about? They don't stand up and say. They don't stand up and say. Yes. They don't stand. Y'all about have taught me pre- things about y'all personality in life. That does not mean that's how I was taught to love. That does it doesn't correlate. But that pays a that plays a big part in how you love them. If somebody says for me, for prime example, for me, if I had a traumatic experience and I a trigger for me is X Y Z. Right. Me telling you that you're gonna. Kind of maybe shift the way you love me or shift the way you talk to me because it's not it's not the way they love it's not the way they love but a part of them is it's 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 the way they they react to certain things but them doing that is a part of them loving you no they end up loving you from that then you're not gonna do that for somebody you don't (laughs) love but but here but this is my thing because we got to close on this the the one thing I will say about this is that your premise is 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 it's like makes sense. The, the, the person, the women that are probably listening to this podcast are understanding what you're saying. What I think what me and Calvin are trying to articulate is when you say the word teach, it's not the, okay, so. They didn't you sit know you what, down and say, all know, right, today, guys, but, on but this wait, chapter of wait, loving but wait, me. But wait, they didn't sit down and say, hey, you know, when you really, when you, when you rub my back at night, you know, or when you, when you take out the trash or whatever your, whatever your thing may be, those are just reactions to just what you like what you are doing 
like for them in that relationship. It's not like a teaching on the book of love, and because that's what, what there I'm is trying no, to, there is no, there is no, and that's what I keep right, trying to exactly. say. There is no but book. I'm not it, saying that there is, but I'm saying that each individual you come in contact with, learning them, loving them, they're going to teach you things about themselves that help you love them. Mm-hmm. That's that's in any relationship, family, friends, <clears throat> uh, platonic, uh, romantic. You can't that's teach a par- how to be in love. Yeah, there's no. You can't. Yeah, you can't that's what. That's what uh, Y'all are saying say, being in love. I'm saying loving in general. Uh, because the, the, being I, in love, I, 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 I don't know, man. Honestly, like, I wouldn't say either one, to be honest. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna write that one out too. I don't think you I can disagree. teach the like. I because, just because we you gotta ask the people now. Yeah, because yeah. because you didn't come into your relationship with your girlfriends just knowing how to love her. I I would say you like did this. observe. I, I would say like this, you and then we can move things. on. Yeah. You did for me, observe things, for me but personally, she taught you. For me personally, love in general, I learned on my own. There were some things that I had to do in my personal life my mental and spiritual etc to figure out what love was i wasn't taught that and i just personally my belief my personal belief is i was not taught to love how to love or how to be in love it just fucking happened bottom line for me on is like calvin said love just happened it like it really it really just happened and and we grow and evolve and try to understand it better over the course of time because i don't have all the answers right now uh you know on a on a scale of 1 to 10 on the lover side of things i'd probably say i'm a <laughs> good 10 7 <laughs> 7 and a half 8 7 and a half uh. 8 i'm not perfect because i'm not anybody that says they're a 10 is an asshole <laughs> Straight up, like if you anybody what? that says a full ten, they're lying. They're lying. But anyway, um, Sierra, bottom line, ladies first. You have to learn and be taught how to love somebody. And I would go for, I would marry for love, but security does play a huge part. I wouldn't just marry just because I love somebody. Okay, okay. Ladies first, we do that every single week here on the Push Start Podcast. Let's go ahead and clap it up for Sierra Danielle. Uh, um, Sir Famous Phillips. What's Road going Rage, on, dog? Man. What's up, man? Pop? Okay, so let me tell y'all about something. So I actually was going to surprise y'all today, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the hype's been going on with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I actually I was tried like, it. Oh. I don't know. And listen, I've, I've tried it too. I have On the previous you side of them, like, closing Somebody it down. Somebody got stabbed to death in Maryland. Yeah, they've been getting in fights. People have been running to people's car, etc. You know what I decided to do today? I said, you know what? I got off work at five. I had plenty of time. I drove over to the local Popeyes. I yeah. was gonna get us all chicken sandwiches. I was like, "Yo, oh man, that'd be dope." I'm, I'm get us all three chicken sandwiches. Yeah. It might spend a little bread, but it's okay. Yeah. It might wait a little while, but I'm early. It's five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I get to the Popeyes at five fifteen. First thing I see is the line is wrapped around into an apartment complex. I kid you not. That's the that's the drive through line. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just get yeah, out the yeah, car yeah. and just. So I parked. Did you go to the one off Gate City? I went to or the one what, off of... Uh, Mar- Market? Is it Market? No. Bessemer. Yeah. The, like, yeah. it's in the hood. Yeah. Over there yeah. by A&T. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'll go inside. I go inside this motherfucker, dog. There is literally probably a club line. Wow. Outside of the door. Like, in the restaurant. But then, I because on the side of the restaurant I went in, there wasn't nobody standing outside. So yeah. I, I went in. The line was wrapped around and out the door that's od 
And I said, yo, y'all are acting like this is the best thing since sliced bread. And I've tried it already, right? Yeah. So I already know what the hype is. Like, I like it. And I yeah. figured y'all would probably enjoy it if y'all had it. Yeah, yeah. But it, it just... It killed my vibe because I was like, damn, yeah. I came all the way over here yeah. and niggas is being niggas. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, we'll make sure R- we get. R.I.P. to my nigga that lost his life over the chicken sandwich. Yeah, like too. it was ridiculous. That's like crazy. people are being ridiculous. When I was there, um, I tried it Saturday or Sunday and um, this lady walked in. I think we waited in line for like 45 minutes, maybe. Damn, that's OD. Because um, the, the park, the drive through was wrapped around the building. So I was like, nah, let's just go in. It was like 45 minutes, but there was a woman that came in and skipped a lot of people. And it was almost an argument in the Popeyes. This older guy was like really getting digging in our ass because she skipped like a whole bunch of people. Mm. And then yeah, you were seeing what was irritating me was you would see people buying like 10 to 12 chicken sandwiches. Like, why do you need so many sandwiches? Well, it's probably because niggas that they know want a sandwich and mm-hmm. it takes so long to even get it. Like, I had a homeboy who told me it took him an hour and a half to get a sandwich. Mm. I'm like, yo, it's not even worth it. Yeah. It's and, not worth it. But, you know, that's besides the point. Good, that, that's just my like, road it rage. It wasn't good enough to people be going crazy over it like it, it is now. It was smacking the first time I tried it. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. Like this shit was great. Like yeah. it was a great sandwich. Yeah. I think what happened is it's oversaturated right now. Everybody wants one. Yeah. The fact that you wait for it and then because you're waiting for it, you may not get it fresh. Right. It's just a lot of stuff. Like the quality of the 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 sandwich and everything is going down. Yeah. Which is crazy because I didn't think like that's that's how you know Black Twitter is just real. Like yeah. that's a real thing. Black Twitter really took Popeyes mm-hmm. and took it by storm. But you know that's besides the point. I wanted to talk about. Um, family, yeah, right. Um, and and not older Damn, family. That's like, crazy. Not like older family, but like future family. Yeah, right. So I don't know if you guys are watching Power. This is a spoiler alert. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm talking about Power season six. Hey, um, pa- hey, spoiler alert. I don't watch Power, but listen, I know a lot of y'all do. Yeah, don't spoiler be upset. Alert. I'm hey. not gonna say anything that happened at the end of the show, but I'm gonna talk about what's happening in the, the show. Didn't the mid season finale just happen? Or yeah, no? the mid season finale just happened. The rest will be coming back in January. But Tariq is Ghost Son. He you gets know, on my nerves. He is a very interesting character in the show, though. So Tariq has is pretty much Ghost. Like he's literally doing exactly what Ghost did when he was younger. Mm-hmm. But Ghost hates it, which I could understand. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he's trying. It's, he did this so they could have a, have a future. But now he's trying to get out the game, and Tasha and they really ain't trying to have that. Right. And so the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I wanted to talk to y'all about was. I know we're all going to have children eventually, you know, God willing. Yeah. We may have children that look like us and act like us and do like us. I want my daughter to look exactly like me. What are we going to do when the time comes in which they start doing things like us, like how we Mm -hmm. did at our age, right? Because Mm -hmm. the the issue in the show was ghosts was like, no, this nigga needs to be better than I was. I did that to get out of the hood. We're not in that place anymore. I need him to be... And go like, to college. You know what I'm saying? Go to college, da da da. Tasha, the mother, now granted in the show they're separated. Tasha's like, you know what? This nigga's too far gone. I'm gonna teach him the game. Yeah. She is enabling her son mm-hmm. to do Because she those originally acts. didn't want Ghost to um get out of the game because Ghost was running a club, but he was doing his business out of the club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he wanted mm-hmm. to get out of the game, which is why he fell in love with his high school sweetheart, Angela, because she actually wanted him to get out of the game. But yeah. Tasha was like, nah. I don't want you to get out of the game. Like we built this together. Like you not about to stop doing this. 
Yeah, so I, that's a synopsis. I mean, you know, and I and it's I deeper, think, but it's a synopsis. Yeah. I, I think the biggest conversation that I wanted to have about this is where you know you see yourself 10, 15 years from now. Yeah, you have a thirteen-year-old Nicholas. Like yeah. it ain't it, it ain't yeah. Junior, yeah. but it's it's you. You yeah. can see you looking in this nigga face. You yeah. like that is me. Yeah, and he tells you he's about to go do something like what you did at your age. Yeah, do you at stop 13. him? Do you educate? Like what 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 does that conversation look like when you're looking at your future self? You know what's so crazy is that the first thing you brought up was a son, and that's not the direction I was going to. Because but I'm gonna go, okay. but I'm, but, but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hang in tight with that. Oh, I feel like it's gonna be completely different for a daughter. For Yo, me. so. My son, I know, only because I just feel like the relationship I'm going to have with my son was just different than my upbringing. Because I feel like I just have a, I'm more connected to what would be happening at the time that he's born and what he's going through than like what my dad was when he was going through what he was going through. Because I just think there's such a huge gap there. But if I see my son getting ready to go out and do exactly what I'm about to do, I think it's more so game than anything like listen i just want to give you warning like you have consequences to your action if it's something that it's going to be it could be a positive consequence or it could be a negative but just know like expect this when this happens but the first thing i thought about when you started bringing up this conversation was my damn daughter (laughs) do you go through a situation where you know and all i'm talking about is if she starts dating and talking to other guys right do you allow your daughter to deal with the nonsense knowing that that would potentially make her a, a stronger woman? Or do you want her to just jump out the gate with a nigga that you know is going to be going to Harvard, going to be the CEO of a company and, and be and be great? And, you know, person like, you mm-hmm. know, that he's good for her, that, you know, he's good for her. Or do you want her to experience the traumatic heartbreak and all that stuff? Can, and, and, can I and, answer that question? And as me, as me, you gonna say you do. No, I oh, don't. I because I feel like I'm gonna be so protective over that, I, and I feel this like her, I feel like her mama gonna want her to be go, you know, do the dumb stuff. Okay, so let me answer that question for yeah. me, because um, that was kind of like my thing. Like I've been through a lot of like failed relationships. I didn't really. My dad really didn't have that conversation with me as right. to what to expect in a man, what a man how should how he should treat you, what to tolerate, what not to tolerate. Um, so I didn't have that role model. And my mom really wasn't having conversations with my parents didn't have a lot of important conversations with things like sex, relationships, none of that. Like none of that conversations was had. So a lot of things that I went through, I learned and I picked up bad habits because I made mistakes. I dated the wrong people. I got my heart broke. Like I went through all of those experiences and I would want my child. I would want my daughter and my sons to be taught as to what the standards should be. I would want them to know what to expect, what to tolerate, what not to tolerate. I would want them to know the warning signs and get I want them to have enough confidence to not fall to or settle just because they want somebody. You know what I mean? And so I would have those conversations with them and be open and be like, okay, this is X, Y, Z. I want to show my son what a woman should look like and what, how a woman should treat him and how he should treat a woman. I want my <clears throat> husband to show my daughter, this is how a man is supposed to treat you because that makes a difference. The, you're the first man that your daughter is going to meet. Mm-hmm. You're the first man that she's going to come in contact with. You're the first personal relationship with a man that she's going to have. So how you model your relationship with her will ultimately model Every relationship with a man that she has. To some extent, though. To like, some extent. Yeah. Because if because I guarantee you, 
sub, not, I didn't realize this then, but I was mm. dating men that were exactly like my dad. Yeah. Had the same tendencies, What's the same called? bad habits. What's it called? placebo effect, Calvin. What is it That's called? That's uh, Oedipus effect. Oedipus, yeah. Oedipus. And it was just like, you know. So, it might be different for women, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think yeah. Oedipus might not be the word for it. I wasn't. Oedipus I, is for us, for moms. Oh. oh. They, so, oh. Yeah. yeah. So I was be, being with men that were exactly like my dad. Like, you know, and I feel like if you set a good standard, then you, she would know that, okay, my dad showed me how a man was supposed to treat me. This is not that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would say having those conversations and giving her that confidence and <clears throat> making sure she affirms herself early on, like, you know, I feel like you get your first confidence from your parents. Like, they're the people that's going to gas you up first, you know, because you're a little kid. They're the, they teach you everything about – they literally lay the foundation. Dynamics between boys and boy and girl for mine is is going to be different. But Calvin, what you think? Um, so I mean, you know, watching the show and watching how both of the parenting styles are different, right? It makes me think because I've had a very interesting youth, like <laughs> just in general, right? <laughs> and when I think about half of the stuff I did when I did it, it was like at the time it made a lot of sense to me. I mean, it like getting a tattoo at fourteen years old was like. Yeah, that's me. Like I'm I'm doing me. I'm empowering myself. I paid for it. Da 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 da. But in all actuality all actuality, should I have been sitting in somebody's garage getting a tattoo at fourteen years old? You know what I'm saying? I sat in my kitchen and got one with sixteen. That's I you know, I think stuff like that isn't the smartest thing to do. Now, what I do know is if my child is anything like me, which I'm sure he will be, the fact of me telling him not to do something would only empower him more to do it right i think what you know my parenting style or technique that i would want to do if i'm looking at a younger me doing some of the same things i used to do is to kind of what you said to him educate you let me put you up on game let me tell you what's what's the what's the pros and cons and allow you to still make those decisions right now i'm not gonna say that that i would want my kids my children son or daughter to do everything like I did the way I did it. I, I definitely don't want them to do that. I want them to be a lot better than what I am and who I am, right? I think that's but what I, we I think that's what we all want. Right, but I cannot stray away from the fact that they're going to have my fucking genes. So knowing that, I have to be to be conscious about how I present things to them cuz I know how when things pre- were presented to me growing up and how I responded, it it's just different. probably looking at it now that I'm like 26, it's like damn when I was 16, 17, I made a lot of really dumb decisions. very dumb decisions. I feel like we're all going to have that moment where we see our children and they're do- literally going to be doing the exact same thing that we did. And I feel like it's going to be a moment that's like, damn, like I yeah. did that shit. And, and you know, I what- feel like you have to be, I feel like at that point, especially if they're in their teenage years, I feel like you have to keep it real with them. Like yeah. your son, you know, little girl, whatever. I did the exact same thing that you're about to do. And this is what happened to me when I did it. Yeah, but see, that right there would have turned me. I would have been like, parents growing up. But I feel like you have to just be real with them. Like, I'm letting you know. It might not have the same react with you, but I'm letting you know. You know, if you have any questions, any alternatives. Like, I feel like that, having an open relationship with your kids as far as discussing and giving them the, the floor to have the comfort of bringing certain things to you and having those discussions. I feel like that's the basis of a healthy parental relationship. For me, my parents would cringe at the thought of me having a boyfriend 
but was letting my brothers run around loosey-goosey, which is why I sneaked around and did a lot of stuff. Parents growing up would say to me, you know, Nick, all the hell that you are, you know, providing in this house. And I wasn't like a bad kid, but I, you know, had my mischief growing up. They would indicate to me and say that I can't wait for you to have a son so you can experience some of the same things that you was doing when <laughs> That's and all, all that, right? I feel like every, all of us was told that. Yeah, Did your parents ever tell right, you that, Cal? My parents told me that plenty yeah, of times. All, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They say that all the time. But, you know, I always told them, I prom- I said, I promise you. That is not going to be the case. And I, it's just because of how I know the dynamics of how I believe my relationship is going to be much different than what the dynamics of what y'all's relationship was. Which I feel but, like us being millennials, it definitely would be different. I yeah, think, I, just, I, I just have that instance. And now, now yeah. granted, there's a lot of people probably listening to this podcast who have kids who are probably like, hey, y'all, y'all say that now. Wait until you have it. Look, I believe y'all. I hear what y'all saying. All I can go off of is if I know who I am, I know Nick. I know my son might be a little wild out here at times, like really with the mouth, slit talk at the mouth. But more so than anything, yeah, it's my damn daughter, bro. Listen, my daughter is going to be loved. She's going to be a sweetheart. She's going to be a princess. She's going to know that she is a queen. But when it's when it comes down to these men, how do I want that process to go? Do I want it with the guy that I know is going to be right off rip? Or do I want her experience the shit? And I just don't know the answer to that right now. You know, I, I think it's going to be a case-by-case basis because I think that um, you might have, you know, I, I, I'm thinking about my our, my children, right? Yeah. With the women I'm with currently. Right, yes, yeah. It, like, thinking about having half and half of both of us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she would need that Harvard guy because, <laughs> because the ruthlessness in me would not be enough to overpower yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. the sensitivity yeah, in yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, you know, yeah. if we had a daughter like that, yeah. in that case, I would be like, you need to go for the Harvard guy immediately. Yeah. I'm not letting you get with these thugger rugs, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But at the same time, it's always going to come down to, you know, how we, we parent and I don't know. I don't know what made me think about that, but when I saw the episode and I just saw yeah. how angry Ghost was about Tasha letting him sell drugs and like, and she was like, "You need to understand, this is his life now." Da 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 da. That shit made me made a lot of sense because it's like, yo, this little nigga is you, Ghost. Yeah. Like you are literally living in. I mean, he's literally living out your life right now. Yeah. But you, you know, you're in a different time in your life and you want better for him. Yeah. But who's to say what's better? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just good good conversation. Just wanted to kind of bring that up. I yeah. thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do that every single week here on the podcast. That was good. Uh, hashtag Roll Rage. We will bring that up on the uh, social media accounts. Uh, the final topic of the evening comes from your boy Toon here in the building live. Hashtag talk about it. Uh, interesting conversation came up. Uh with uh, someone who shall not be named, not because it's anything bad, but just really because I just don't want to put information out there. But there was a, I know someone who's, who, a friend of a friend that's getting married this weekend. All right. Mm-hmm. The wedding is happening. The conversation around the weddings. Have you got, you guys have all been to a wedding, right? Yep. Yeah. Calvin, you guys have been to a wedding? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So with that, the conversation then came up about who is invited to the wedding. Okay. Ooh. The conversation about who gets selected, how does the selection process take? Is it like a draft? Do you just invite everybody? All of those dynamics came in play. And an interesting point was brought up by someone to me who said that, listen, I just recently got married and it was a small wedding. It was less than 50 people. And one of the people that was not there was my grandma. And the first thing I said, man, your grandma, but like, your grandma wasn't at your damn wedding. Like, what's up? He was like, nah, but like, 
The reason being was because when I select and think about the people I wanted to be at my wedding, I wanted to people there that are have been down for me and my wife that are going to be there for me and my wife and have supported this union from inception. And he has just never really been close to his ever. Like his grandmother wasn't at his college graduation. She wasn't at his high school graduation. And does he just invite her off of the principle of just being grandma? And he, his answer was nah. So my question, so I was like, damn, yeah, right, damn. <laughs> right. So the question then became more so really a loose conversation. How does this election process about who you select? There are definitely some come, family members that I want to invite to my wedding to, to to come to your wedding. But yeah, but 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 what does that look like? I understand that there's mm. family members that don't get invited. Now but like, immediate, now my immediate family, I understand his 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 basis. Um, in that situation. I would have invited my grandma. It, it depends because if you are like a grandma that lives far away, we barely speak. You know, I wouldn't. Which I believe is the, is, case, is the case for him. See, I wouldn't I have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have sent an advocate uh, invitation if you know. Um, unless that conversation came up. Now, if you haven't really been supporting me or been and part of my life, I wouldn't feel moved to invite you to my wedding. You know, thankfully, a lot of my immediate family were were close. You know what I'm saying? So my most of my immediate family would be there. But I don't want a huge wedding mm-hmm. simply because. What's not huge? What's the number? I have a really big family all together. What's the number? I don't want my guest list to go over either 100 to 150. 150 is my max. That's a big, that's a big ass wedding. wedding. Compared to the family that I have. No, no, no. But regardless of how big the family is, 150 is still a huge party. That's a huge. Yeah. That's a that's a big party yeah. for a wedding. I, that's yeah. just that's just so my cap. The, the, but the, I don't want it to be that big. But that's my cap. Okay. Because I I know my family's big. One so fifty. I know my my family's. I have family all over that mm-hmm. I'm close to. So you know I have my mom's side of the family that I'm still close to. That's out of state. My dad's family's here, and I have to think about you know my husband's family's too. Yeah. So it's like I just don't want it to go over that. Now if it can be less than a hundred people, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Would you be fine with less than fifty? Uh, that that uh, then important people would be cut out if that was the case. So no. Oh man, uh, uh, you, you know you, I'm actually dealing with this right yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in the same token, I will say this: if my um how I want to do it is like if you can't come to the actual wedding, that's fine. Like if my wedding is small and my reception's big, then that's okay with me too. Because hmm. technically, they wouldn't miss out on the day; they just wouldn't be there for the ceremony. I'll say it like this. I I personally do want to have a big wedding. Yeah. Because I am a very flashy person when it comes to <laughs> But Hey, it's all that talk, bro. It's but talk, I do bro. know the the level of like money that goes into bigger weddings. Right? Yeah. Um but also the return on your investment will be really nice if you have a bigger wedding. That ROI. So Damn, I did um, not even think about yeah, that. Yo, is when you when you get to that point, you think about Damn, all that shit. I did not even so, think about that. Do you guys that. have a you, wedding planner? No, not no, I don't know if we're gonna do that or not. I mean, we might get like a month of wedding planner, maybe, but not like I think we can get everything done pretty much by ourselves. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But I think the biggest thing with me, <laughs> yeah. do I have family members who may who would not get the invitation? Yes, that I, might miss the cut. Some family members just won't because I know for a fact one they probably couldn't come in the first place. Right. Two, were you an integral part of me being who I am? Which I think is a big part of family, family getting invited, right? 
Um, and, you know, I think it would be tough. Like, I don't have either one of my grandmothers now. But if I had them both, yeah, it would be extremely hard for me to say, oh, I'm not. I'm not bringing either one because they were both very integral yeah. to my like life upbringing. Yeah, but Same I can here. see I can see in a place where he is where he's like, I mean, she's you know, she, high school, college, graduations. Yeah. That's where grandmas are. They first there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. know, when I think about even then, like I have friends, I have certain friends that may not be able to get the invite to the wedding, mm. right? And it's not because I, I feel it. I don't rock with him, but like you not that you not you not you, integral. There's a part of my friend group is here, and then there's a part that's here, and it's like you have different levels of friends. There's different levels, and because I'm of the not, amount yeah, of that, people that I know, I could have. There's an angle I'm going at. There's got to be some cuts, and you know, I, I think some people would be okay knowing they wouldn't make the cut. I've had people like you know I know a lot of people, so I've had people like don't don't forget to invite me to the wedding, and they know damn well they're not getting an invite. Right. But I mean, you know, hey, listen, you you know you know this going into it, and I think I think it's man, it's difficult because <laughs> yeah. when me and uh, Ethan A was making our list, we were going through like oh damn, but now I want to invite this person too. I was like oh damn, I want to invite this person too, and it's like there's gonna be a time of, and point where we have to start like ranking these people like how bad do you want them to be at the wedding how 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 important is it if they missed it right how bad would it be for them to miss it right and i think once you start going through that then you figure out maybe you could cut some loose ends solution what about kids so you want people with kids bring their kids no i've already told yeah we we don't want any kids yeah yeah. the only kids we're gonna have probably is the the flower girls and they're leaving right after the ceremony i have my 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 Family just went down to a wedding. I want to say maybe a year or two ago. My cousin got married down in New Orleans. Shout out to Adrian. And um, they had a no kid wedding. And my parents have been to plenty of weddings in the past. And they said that was outside of their own wedding. They said that was like the littest wedding they had ever been to. You know what I'm saying? They had a really good time out there. So I think a no kid wedding is is is, is kind of dope. The selection process for me looks very simple. It's not complicated. It's not robust. It's not anything. I'm gonna get a list. I'm gonna put mom, <laughs> dad. Friends, and I'm gonna just start writing off the top of the dome. I'm gonna just say, I know people that I got on mom's side, I know I got people that I got on dad's side. I'm gonna gonna come down that list, and then I'm gonna just send that list over to mom and dad. Hey, mom, did I miss anybody? Dad, did I miss anybody? Oh, you gotta bring such and such. Nah, well, I don't really know such and such like that, so they're not gonna get the invite with friends, right? Because you gotta have the category of friends, right? The friends you know, like. You know the friends. That's gonna be the smallest list on the on the on the thing. It really is. For me. Like that. Like that. To be real with you, that's gonna be because you know who you're because you know who's gonna be friends, there. My circle of friends that I really rock with heavily. Yeah, are gonna be in the wedding. Fact. Like so. Even so. Even outside of those guys and girls yeah. and women, right? Because I would feel like, or I would assume that the bridal party <clears throat> would also be friends of mine as well, right? Or at least I would have known mm-hmm. them in some capacity. The friends outside of them, that, I mean, I know a lot of people, like Calvin said, there's a lot of people that could potentially be at the wedding, and I would love, like, they would be invited to a party, no doubt. But on this day, where, look, the bag got to go out <laughs> at 10 a.m., nigga. Hey, 10 racks, easy, right now for this wedding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody, hey, look, yeah. look, everybody can't be on the train, you know what I'm saying? Like, on this, like, the, the, the most important people to structure your love around, right? Are the people that I deem most important to you in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Not just the stragglers that go by, but the most important people. The most important people are already going to be a part of this shit in the first place. Mom, dad, brother, sister, 
grandma, grandpa, wife, in-laws. And then down the list, and then it starts, and then and then it starts getting skim after that, right? We 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 know how big the family is. We know we got friends over here. Now, do you guys have a friend that thinks that they're super cool with you? That if they didn't get the invite, that like you know they're not getting the invite, and they think they're getting the invite, and they will be salty when they don't get the invite. No, I feel like everybody that I I'm very pretty that I consider a friend. There's nobody that would be surprised if they didn't get an invite. Sierra, and I'm going to kick it off to Calvin. Do you know your uh, bridesmaids now? Yes. How many? Um, Don't got to say their names. I'm not, but I'm kind of count them. Two of my friends, one of my friends is about to get married, so she will be my matron of honor. Uh-huh. My best friend will be my maid of honor. Mm-hmm. And then I have maybe like maybe five more after that. Five? Yeah. Okay. Calvin? You know, I think it might be six or seven. Okay. Like, the reason why is because it's just is I want so many people in my wedding, and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I don't know if we can fit this many people or yeah, like yeah. if it's going to be equal on both sides. So I think it I think it's going to be seven. Yeah. Um, and also the other thing is like I would love to have more than seven. I it's so many people I want to <laughs> put up there, but I have to be conscious of like you know. Not only my my people, but her people. Yeah, who she's gonna put you, I saw side. a dope question. Would you, if your if your significant other, or fiance, had a, a a male best friend or a male friend that was really close to her, would you put them in your bridal party? You know, this question has been posed to oh, me, man. That's tough. I know it is so tough. I would because and here's the thing. I'm it on depends. The flip side. It depends. Now, if I had like with my budget, I got if come. I could afford to, I would. But I have a a big bridal party. I see. Here's my thing, though. I would put if they had a sister. Or if they had somebody that was like yeah. like a like a sister or something, I would definitely make the sister part of my bridal party. I am that guy friend for somebody else. Oh, that they said that I would be. Now, what I feel a type of way if the guy that she decides that she wants to marry was like, nah, nigga, Nick can't be in this shit. <laughs> I would be like, I mean, I feel like I can't feel no type of way because like it's his it's his thing. You know what I'm saying? I would not do it. So like for yeah. instance, my my friend Naima, hopefully she re- listening. Shout out yeah. to Naima. She's like. Calvin, you know you, you know you gonna have to be in the bridal party. I said, listen, yo, I, I said, look, <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> look, and, and I was jokingly saying it because I don't think that that was a conversation. Like she was jokingly saying it too, but we were. Right. Jo- I was like, listen, I want to come and enjoy, right? Yeah, I I understand if you would want me to be a part of the wedding, but let me come and enjoy seeing you get married because honestly, that's gonna be the most exciting part for me. Yeah, I would much rather do that. Then you try to finagle my way into the, the groomsmen, right, right? Right, and it just doesn't fit. Yeah, and I'm and I'm saying not, it wouldn't fit. I know all of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, it, it's but you want to be. It's, it's different when you're in it versus when you're viewing it, right? And, and, and I, I don't want to disrespect me, the set. I don't right. want to. Di- yeah, I, I don't want to disrespect. Yeah, that that plays a part. But then on top of that, it's like if I can't afford it. Then that then that's not going to be somebody that is the end all be all has to be in there. Yeah. Well, not now, only that, they, but I feel like have... it's your wedding. Like I don't I don't want like if if it was my wedding, I wouldn't want my my girl's brothers to impede on my wedding. Like to, right. to take a a spot away from my guys that I know would need that spot. You know what I'm saying? Like if I had that relationship with like a sibling, like say for example, if the person I end up marrying has a sister that I'm really close to, you know, you gain those relationships when you're dating people. It, I feel like that would be a, a reason for me to put a sibling on the bridal party. See, here's my, I, and, and we can close on this here shortly, but I want to say this. Um, you know, I, I think my mom has this this idea that whoever I do decide to marry, like my sister, 
it must be in the bridal party. And my sister's my home. Like, that's my little nigga. I love my sister, right? But do I have, is it wrong if I say, if my girl is like, whoever that may be is like, yo, I, I mean, I, I got it. You're not obligated. Yeah, it's not, it's not an obligation, right? Yeah, it's not. Family is not obligated in the wedding, regardless. Sit even your if, ass there and watch. E- e- even if, right, <laughs> right. Even if it was me for like her. And like, I mean, like, I, I will say that is different. If my sister asked me to be a part of her joint, that might be a little different. By all means, that, that, I would do different. it. I would yeah, have I would no do, problem doing yeah, it. Yeah, that would be different. I just would not want to impede on somebody else's joint. Joint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I don't think that was the case with like my, uh, well, with Naima and whatever. But, yeah. But I was like, yo, I really just want to come and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you would even say that for like when your sister's like, yo, I just want to come see you. Right. Right. Let right. me come enjoy the wedding. Right. Let's let me just celebrate. Let me enjoy the day. Because the thing is, my biggest part is, I'm going to be there. That's oh, yeah. all I need. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all. I, man, listen, on all my people's situation, man, and, and everybody kind of knows, I like, I, I got an idea of who weddings I'm going to be at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, f- for the most part, you know, there, there may be some relationships that build along the way. But look, as long as I'm there, you know, and, you know, God willing, I got a plus one and that's my girl and, and, and we can rock out, I'm, I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to that. Shout out to anybody that's planning a wedding. Shout out to anybody that's getting ready to go to a wedding. Shout out to anybody that's thinking about Getting on one. Your knee. man popping, popping the question. Is he popping the question, Sierra? You out here popping that? They keep popping that. God, God, God. Anyway, oh, oh man. Well, listen. Um, breaking news, my nigga. Back to back. We didn't drop last week, so you will be seeing two episodes of us. So we're gonna be closing out. We're gonna be talking to y'all again later on. So this is part one of. Yeah, podcast part one of whatever <laughs> you whatever. I don't know where to, where to go with that, but anyway, this is uh, the Carter. We'll see you guys uh, again. We'll go ahead and knock out weekend things now. Sierra Danielle, what are you going to be doing over the weekend? Um, so I'm actually going to Atlanta this weekend. Cool um, girl, you was having a hot a girl time, fall. No. Good God. Um, so I'm going to a um childhood trauma mm. like group therapy seminar type of thing. Mm. Um, it's the author is this woman releasing a book and she um wants people to come down and experience oh, it and it's really cool. So I'm going with my best friend. Um, we're gonna go down there, go to this, and just explore, connect someday. Uh, famous. What you got going on for the weekend, man? Uh, Saturday I'll probably be working, but Sunday, uh, my boy, shout out to Evan Nip. Uh, we used yeah. to work with him at Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got married maybe two months ago. Yeah, he invited me to their reception. They're having a reception post the thing, post having the a wedding oh, because man, they had the wedding at Disney, so it was only like a couple five, yeah. six of them. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he wanted to come turn up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go out Sunday at one thirty. And okay. uh, and turn up with my guy Evan Nip, you know okay. what I'm saying? See what's up with him, and okay. and just enjoy him and Erica. Shout out to them; they're married now. Oh hey. man, that's what's up, man! Shout out to Evan, man. That's my guy. Shout what out! He, so uh, beautiful. Uh, they they got a podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 forgive me. We'll we'll get the name on the podcast for y'all on part two. Uh, so shout out to Evan, man. Uh, this weekend will be uh, semi chill for me. Um, Saturday. I'm, I'm going to be making a move that I can't disclose on the podcast. And then Sunday will be another football Sunday. We had a really good football Sunday this past Sunday. Uh, for those that don't know, guys, like, my crib on Sundays right now is, like, really lit, man. Good vibes, good energy. Calvin pulled up on me this Sunday uh, to watch the late game. How was that, watching your team? Oh, it was great. It was great. I mean, I, you know, I, I caught the first half, then I watched some of the other half at Dre Crib, and then I went to the crib. and Yeah. But, no, it was good, man. It was good. Good vibes. Yeah. 
So uh, shout out to that. So yeah, and then I'm off on Monday because it's Veterans Day. Anybody else off? No, I'm mm-hmm. always off Monday. So oh, turn Maybe up. We can, yeah. You know what? I was gonna say we can kick out, but I got some stuff I got to do. Oh, but, dude, do you want to do that though? I got it. Pop. Low key, low key, we might. See, we this go is talk. why I'm so excited to move back to Greenville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so far away. Yeah. All right, guys, we love y'all. We'll see y'all in a little bit. Peace.